it's time for Rain and Shine, your weekly regional science update, where we explore how the planet works and how we work with the planet. This week, I wanted to talk to you all about a serious subject, sides. Side, the root of many words we use, which comes from Latin. It has a meaning kill or cut down. This meaning is found in many words that you know, such as herbicide, fungicide, genocide, homicide, and suicide. When we hear these words, genocide, homicide, or suicide, we shrink back and shudder because we know these are terrible things. On the other hand, we routinely use pesticides, herbicides, and rodenticides in and around our own homes. These things have become so commonplace that many of us don't think much about metering out mass death to pests, plants, and small animals. It's easy to become numb to not think about it because we just can't think about everything all of the time. It's paralyzing. But we do get opportunities to make choices, and those are usually the best times to take a beat and think about the consequences of those choices. This past week, I put together a pest management plan for my community, and I took the time to read about the primary ingredients in pesticides used to kill grasshoppers. You know that I did. Here's a bit on the main one. Carborel acts by suppressing the central nervous system neurotransmitter, which typically provokes convulsions, paralysis, and eventually death of the treated body. Carborel has moderate to acute oral toxicity in mammals, moderate toxicity to fish, and is exceedingly toxic to aquatic invertebrates and numerous anthropods, including beneficial species such as bees and other pollinators. It has been classified as a possible human carcinogen because of the moderate to acute oral toxicity to humans. Another thing about carborel is that it has a very high rate of what chemical companies call non-target mortality, which is to say it kills a lot of other things besides what it is meant to kill. Here's another example. A few weeks ago, I heard a neighbor planning to poison a prairie dog that had moved in nearby. Zinc phosphide, the first toxicant on the USDA's list for prairie dog rodenticides is works by releasing phosphine in the gut and causes headaches, dizziness, fatigue, nausea, and vomiting, cough, chest tightness, and thirst, and goes on to cause liver failure, jaundice, loss of ability to urinate, tetany, I had to look this one up, it means malfunction of the parathyroid glands, delirium, convulsions, coma, and death. Just a few days ago, I heard that a neighbor's cat, a different neighbor, had to be euthanized because it had ingested rodenticide. As a cat mom and auntie to many little humans, this really frightened me. I also told it to a friend who said that they had almost lost their dog because a neighbor put out rodenticides. I don't wish that kind of death or suffering that those chemicals cause on anybody, and I do mean anybody. And even if you do, because you just can't take the grasshoppers or rats or prairie dogs or whomever anymore, it's worth taking a moment to consider what you are doing and what some of the real unintended consequences will be. Because those consequences are real. They are baked into the whole deal of living on a earth whose life support system comes in the form of an ecosystem where we are all connected by some degree or another. Seven, according to Kevin Bacon. Also, as a point of interest, I did find that a certain biological treatment of an entomopathic fungi, metarzim, that was derived from a strain of African locusts who were found carrying it, is a very highly effective way to reduce grasshopper populations. 
This biological has a very, very low non-target fatality rate in other insects, no known effects on pollinators or any other animals, and is acutely, demonstrably beneficial to plant health through its support of the soil microbiota. And if you are asking yourself, is she really okay enacting a version of the video game turned TV show, The Last of Us on the Grasshoppers? I have taken the time to consider it, and with the information I have available to me right now, the answer is yes. You've been listening to Rain and Shine, a production of the Learning Council, produced by Corey Stanton and written and narrated by me, Calla Rose Ostrander. To submit your nature and science questions, email us at rainshineweekly at gmail.com or visit our Facebook page. And thanks for listening.